0: Welcome back to the various and numerous podcast, a Briar, B-R-Y-E-R.io production. We're available on a ton of platforms um, over at Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcast, uh, the whole lot. So check us out over at one of those uh, platforms, also available on YouTube.com under the channel name uh, Pittsburgh Hodler, that's Pittsburgh, H-O-D-L-R. Uh, you can find the podcast over there as well. Special thanks to our sponsors, and I'll go to, through that list here quickly. Vinx Coin is the world's first decentralized fine French wine and vineyard-backed security token offering, where anyone can be a fine French wine and vineyard owner from the comfort of their home. Vinx removes high cost entry to the fine and French wine vineyard ownership markets. Check out Vinx Coin at Vinx com. that's dot com. trios what is trios trios is an economy and an ecosystem trios is direct reference to the decentralized money that will power a new economy in the future the term trios will become synonymous with cryptocurrency and virtual financial assets their payment methods their ecosystem and their general use as both a utility and store value the Trios economy and ecosystem have been designed to operate upon concepts of universal consensus anchored to the stable price of gold which effectively removes volatility from the cryptocurrency marketplace one of the biggest existing obstacles to cryptocurrency mass adoption visit trios.io that's t r e o s.io Sharon Coins, you found the brick and mortar financial institution where you can safely trade dollars for Bitcoin, USD to BTC, over-the-counter, OTC, and person-to-person. We facilitate transactions of all sizes, including high-volume transactions. Their headquarters is located in Milwaukee, servicing the MKE areas of Lakefront, East Side, River West, and all of Wakazi County. More than just being... Uh, an OTC location. They're here to educate you on Bitcoin, wallets, blockchain, cryptocurrency, security, and platforms. If you're in the Milwaukee area, you can also use their Bitcoin ATM. And more locations are coming shortly. Visit C-H-A-R-O-C-O-I-N-S. That's sharingcoins.com. Bitcoin SOV, Bitcoin Store Value, is an emerging community-driven product project that is decentralized, a decentralized team the world over. It is a proof-of-work mineable ERC-20 and has a deflationary design with token burns to ensure your value is stored over time. Check out their site where they're working on all sorts of interesting stuff. This project is completely decentralized across the world over at btcsov.com. Lucio Poletti is a digital artist and self-described propagandist. Uh, Known for his iconic Bitcoin artworks, Lucho's number one goal is to spread the message that Bitcoin is better money. Check out LuchoPoletti.com. That's luchopolett icom Bitcoin XRC is not a fork of Bitcoin. It is a new crypto asset, simple and transparent with long-term vision. With a long-term vision for investors and scarcity to help drive its value. There will only ever be 2.1 million XRC. Check out their project at BitcoinRH.org. Flashcoin is a reinvention and a new sponsor of uh, the uh, various and numerous podcasts. Uh, it's a reinvention of Litecoin built to scale for the worldwide commerce and fast enough to handle everyday transactions. It's extremely fast. I've used it many times myself. They also have a really nice wallet where you can, uh, get in there and interact with merchants all over the world and see where they're selling their goods from. I really, really like what they're doing. The flexible and easy to integrate core code allows exchanges and wallets to add flash to their platform within hours with a settlement time of around five seconds and a consensus within two minutes, anyone or anywhere can use the flash mobile wallet as easily as cash or with credit or as a credit card. Visit flash coin. That's F L A S H coin C O I N dot I O. And remember, anything on this podcast is not financial advice and should not be interpreted as such. You are the captain of your own ship and are in control of your financial sovereignty. You steer your own way and do it at your own peril. Always do your own research. Thanks for listening to the uh, Beers and Numerous podcast. uh, And I really appreciate your time today. Check out our website for all of the... um, all of the lit, all of the podcasts uh, and ones that you maybe haven't checked out yet. Thanks a lot. Here's today's episode. This is episode number six of the Varies and Numerous podcast. Uh, today's guest is Vladimir Weinbender. He's a cryptocurrency early adopter based in Switzerland, and he has uh, created a product that I think uh, a lot of people need to check out. It's called Crypto Edge. Uh, we'll get more into that in a little bit but i appreciate you coming on the show today sir
1: yeah thanks thanks a lot for having me quite excited it's my yeah. first podcast <laughs>
0: <laughs> absolutely man i'm glad that you, uh, i'm getting you into the uh, podcast realm today so yeah. <laughs> you definitely should uh, be the guest of more shows in the future i'm sure uh, you, you got a cool story so yeah. i i always start in the beginning of people's lives i'm i'm always interested yeah. in what people are, you know what drew you to the, the space and all that i'll get into that yeah. Where did you uh, grow up?
1: Um, I was born in Russia, as the name Vladimir suggests. Um, And then we moved to Germany when I was five. So basically, I grew up in Germany. And then I went to school there, did my bachelor studies there, or undergraduate, how you call it in the US, and then moved to Switzerland um, to do my master's studies in quant finance. Yeah, and I liked it so much in Switzerland, so I just stayed there. Um, And, yeah, and so I started um, at the asset management firm uh, in Souk. You might have heard of that. Yeah. It's the Crypto Valley. (laughs) (laughs) Right. In Switzerland, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So there is a private markets asset manager, so I started there my first uh, permanent uh, position. And, yeah. In 2017, I think it was when I started to get involved more and more in crypto. So I had a mm-hmm. colleague, and he once told me in the cafeteria, Have you heard about Ethereum? And I so I thought, hmm, No, <laughs> let me check it out. So he, yeah. he shared the link. I went to the webpage, and somehow, I mean, I went there. I saw a piece of Python code, and I was a little bit confused. So I thought, I have to program something to participate there right so and i i somehow didn't uh, uh, look into it that deeply i it was quite stressful at work back then and so i just left it and then after two weeks he came back to me and then said okay the price doubled so he bought in at eight dollars <laughs> or so yeah the price doubled right and that's the point where you get interested <laughs> right
0: euphoria starts to kick in right you're like wow what is this this guy's getting rich i want to know what this is all about yeah yeah it's the same
1: right yeah. it triggers your yeah. human like some, <laughs> the instinct, human yeah. instinct right? The it really instinct. does
0: so just to back up a little bit like what were you interested in uh you studied finance and stuff so have you always been interested in money like how money works and- yeah
1: yeah, yeah, it's it's funny. So I studied uh, mathematical finance or quant fi- quantitative finance, right? So it's like a mix between mathematics, like pure mathematics and um, complemented with finance and economics courses. And um, yeah, the funny thing is that during that time, we were never taught what money actually is, right? Right you learn all about these models um, <laughs> how to model things and like but nobody tells you what money is so it's and yeah so i, I just learned about money or started thinking what money is when i was thirty. so basically when i got involved into uh crypto and bitcoin and yeah i was just thinking okay Something that I thought university mm-hmm. ought to teach me, I had to learn it myself basically, right? So, yeah, it's a pity. It's a pity. I mean, I will teach my kids early on what right.
0: money is. <laughs> it's pretty. It's it, it's interesting. You know, I went to you know I went to university too here in the U.S. and uh, you you meet people that take business courses or uh, like you're talking about fine you know finance and you you expect to be taught like you know, how to create a business or something, but they don't yeah. ever teach, they just teach you how to run a business, not how to create a business. Or yeah. They don't teach you, they teach you how to uh, model, you know, do the do the mathematical models about money, but they don't teach you what what money is, you know? The, yeah, yeah. What makes, what gives it value, right? Yeah, exactly, and I mean, maybe
1: it's on purpose, who knows, right? Maybe yeah. they don't want you to find out what money is. <laughs> I think, I, I have but, a
0: feeling that there, you know, there's something more sinister behind it, yeah
1: yeah yeah no i'm so lucky that i finally like learned it via my journey in crypto and bitcoin yeah
0: did Um, you start reading any uh economics books like any particular like i read a lot of austrian economics did you get into those or yeah exactly so
1: i i i read the bitcoin standard okay which i found quite good um um yeah. What else? Um, yeah. All this. Uh, yeah.
0: There's just so much so, online it, these days. You don't really yeah. have to even read the books anymore. I mean, there's like a lot of people like trying to do what I do, like you know, apply Austrian economics to like everything I write, like my articles or you yeah. know, books or anything. So you can learn a lot that way too. Yeah.
1: It just it just gave me a different perspective of money, right? So you now have the fiat uh, system where, like, central banks control the money right. supply, and then you have the other like side where you have like a fixed supply and then yeah i, I mean I, I i don't know whether like a fixed supply would work so um because what i think is if like if the economy keeps growing right your prices tend mm-hmm. to to decrease so also salaries might tend to decrease and i mean i know it from myself right if i if I have my Ian talk and someone tells me, oh, you get now less money, right? So I'm not sure. Maybe the truth is somewhat, somewhere in between, right? So that's why. And I mean, I don't know, right? I'm open.
0: Yeah, I'm about,
1: I don't know. I think uh, nobody knows until we try. So. Right.
0: That's the beauty of the blockchain space, you know, like uh, obviously Bitcoin has the finite supply of 21 million. Yeah, there exactly. are other projects that are doing more of like, you know trying the other way where you know they there is more of an inflation rate and they burn tokens or whatever so it, exactly. it, it it's the competition that is just you know the beautiful thing it's like capitalism coming to life in the in money so it's yeah it's perfect, exactly. right there's yeah. so
1: much to learn it's really like really excited to be in the crypto space i mean so many disciplines come together mathematics game theory economics and uh yeah Politics, yeah. <laughs> So it's
0: super
1: so, exciting to be part So of
0: you found Ethereum through a friend. Um, when did you, uh, like, was Bitcoin, you know, you found it almost automatically after that? Like once you...
1: Yeah. No, I, yeah. I think I heard about Bitcoin the very first time. That was in 2011. Uh, while doing an internship at a Swiss bank. And this guy, like, mentioned it, right? And then... Uh, said, "Hey, this will change the world," and then I mean I was skeptical. I, I'm typically very skeptical about uh, anything that I don't understand myself. So I, I yeah, I, I remember I checked it out on the web, but in mean, back then there was not that much information. And then three years later, I did at the same bank a second internship, and we had traders. Uh, sitting next to us and there was one guy who was very excited about Bitcoin. He even held a presentation for the whole team about Bitcoin, right? Um, during work working hours. Yeah. <laughs> so I also, I also attended because I really wanted to understand it but then he was using words like censorship resistant, uh, unconfiscatable, right? So, I mean, it was difficult for me to value these attributes if I was never directly censored or mm-hmm. I never had wealth confiscated. when I, mean, I was a student, I didn't have any wealth back then, right? So right. it was kind of like difficult for me to value those attributes. And then he shared um, the white paper, Satoshi's white paper. So I tried to read it once. I read it twice and three times. And I, I mean, I, I just gave up the paper was, I I don't know, it was just too complicated. I just didn't get it (laughs) then, really. I I tried, I really tried, but I I just didn't get it. I didn't understand um, what it was. And I think the missing piece back then was, I just didn't understand what money is, right? Right. Um, And then, yeah, in 2017, I basically got into Bitcoin via Ethereum and other altcoins, right? Uh and uh, through a friend and yeah i i, I mean I, I never traded stocks before so my first trading experience was actually with cryptocurrencies so i traded i, I bought ETH uh in 2017 and then yeah I, I i made a little bit of profit and then asked myself okay what's next so i i was not kraken back then so I checked the list of the cryptocurrencies that were available because I, mean, I I really had no clue what to buy or what to trade. So it was just like, yeah, I, I didn't invest too much money into that because I was still uh, skeptical. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, um, sorry. Um, yeah, uh, and then I bought Litecoin, I remember, mm-hmm. with, the, with the reason that it was faster than Bitcoin. Bitcoin, right and then over time I started to learn more and more about Bitcoin. So I had another friend uh, at, at the firm who shared with me like how mining works, what a blockchain is, right? And I, I had a lot, a few coffees with him where asked him questions. One of the questions was okay what happens if there is no block reward a, anymore, right? So and I started digging deeper and deeper and yeah, I mean in the end, and especially after this ICO bubble, right? I ultimately converged to Bitcoin and um yeah, so most of my holdings I don't know,
0: in Bitcoin. <laughs> so what do you think about Ethereum, though? Do you think Ethereum uh, is going to be able to do what they, they've hoped to do? Or do you think they're going to fall short? Because there's so much, uh, you're, it seems like everyone's so divided over these things these days. It's like you're yeah. a, either so, you know, a maximalist or not. And I'm not a maximalist of any project. I mean, I love yeah. Bitcoin more than the others, but yeah. uh, I don't. I don't ridicule anyone for, you know, Uh, embracing another project. So what do you think about Ethereum? you think that they they have a chance to still, uh, you know, they're talking about DeFi now, and, you know, they still talk about smart contracts, obviously, through that.
1: Yeah. No, I'm also not a Bitcoin maximalist. I follow projects in the space um, because, I mean, I don't want to miss out on on another opportunity, right, if it arises. And uh, on Ethereum, uh I I'm actually super excited about Ethereum. I took four courses in smart contract programming. Oh nice because I just wanted to understand it and I mean there I really learned what it means to like create an application, deploy it to the network, and then nobody can stop it. So not even you can stop it. So during the course we programmed like a lottery, right? Oh cool. publish it to nobody can stop it. No government can stop it. Nobody, right? So people can interact with the smart contract if they want. So, and I mean, just uh, the fact that you can now build financial applications without asking a regulator or your government for permission. I mean, this is really exciting. And I mean, of course, if you open it up for everyone and everyone starts building, I mean, it's clear that in the early phase, a lot of people... We'll lose a lot of money because of hacks or right. uh, bad, badly programmed uh, smart contracts. Which um, is bad over actors, time, yeah, or the hackers. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Uh, but I think I'm confident that over time we will see like uh, protocols that people can use at, basically without any risk. Right. But I think right. it just takes time and. Yeah I, I I'm I'm excited yeah also about Ethereum.
0: Yeah I think Ethereum's doing some cool things. I I hope it they succeed. Because I I view the entire, you know, ecosystem, you know, the value of the ecosystem is like all combined to me. You know, the top, the top projects are going to work together to, you know, that's why I think Chainlink has a good chance of being really successful uh, bringing a lot of value through their oracles if they if all these community you know all these blockchains with interoperability can communicate it's like yeah the entire value of the network just expands you know exponentially so it's all these people that just uh, want one blockchain I'm like well you just don't understand the whole the whole you know system to me it doesn't make much sense you know
1: yeah no I think we all have the same goal right everyone in the space has the same goal And I hope, I hope that people will come together and build something great instead of being like, having this tribalism that we see nowadays, especially on the Bitcoin side.
0: Right. What are your (laughs) thoughts on privacy coins?
1: Privacy coins, yeah. I mean, I think privacy is extremely important, right? I mean, at the moment, I really struggle. For instance, if I send someone a payment, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want you him to see how many bitcoins I own right. right i mean yeah it's a little bit difficult i mean there there, there in bitcoin there are solutions like these mixers these coin joints that you could use, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think for normal people it's too complicated
0: i agree with Just, you I,
1: I mean I haven't used it so even and even now- if I wanted to use it I think it 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 would take a lot of time to learn about it right and I, uh, I don't know. I, I haven't, to be honest. I haven't spent too much time on how to use coin joints and haven't tried it out yet. Maybe it's easy, right?
0: But there are wallets.
1: Coin joint yeah. already sounds.
0: <laughs> there are wallets <laughs> now. That, yeah, like Wasabi Wallet, you know, that has the mixer built into it. But now yeah, you know I, that one guy last week. I don't remember his name. He was running a an exchange or whatever, and he just got in trouble, you know, for mixing coins allegedly. You know, so innocent till proven guilty. But uh, yeah, so you you have to be careful with that stuff. Like I don't know what's gonna happen. It's this, you know this it's one of like it's like crypto's kind of like a moving target. Everything's just being innovated in front of our eyes. So it's like they don't really have the laws on the books yet. So you don't want yeah. come after you, I guess um but who
1: but who knows i mean maybe a society where everybody knows about about all the transaction of everybody else could also work like in sweden apparently people know each other's salaries (laughs) (laughs) right so something that i could not imagine here now but maybe who knows maybe it could work
0: yeah, I agree with you, though. I think privacy is, like, integral to freedom. I think we need we have to have our privacy, uh, and it should be uh, – that's, that's another reason I think cryptocurrency is great is that, you know, it really does let you control your own wealth. Not even the bank knows what you have, you know. The teller yeah. – you go, you go to the bank today, and the teller knows how much money you have. It's, it seems pretty invasive when you think about it, like, you just step back a little bit, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm excited about privacy coins. I have a few Moneros just
0: in case.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go, there
0: you go. So just when, a little
1: bit of diversification there. <laughs>
0: So you started uh, Invest, you found Bitcoin, or you found Ethereum and then Bitcoin in 2017. Yes. When did yes. you determine that you were really going to get into this and be like, wow, you know what, it's time for me to dip my feet in the entrepreneurial water and you created a product (laughs) called crypto edge which is a stainless steel uh tablet where you can uh users can um uh, holders can uh engrave their private keys when did you decide you were going to do that
1: yeah yeah i mean um when when i i mean at, at the beginning right i just invested money that i was willing to lose (laughs) and at some point i mean when the value of your cryptocurrencies grows over time right you come at a point where you start thinking about security right i mean if you create a a wallet right you have this seed phrase 12 24 words and then they ask you to write it down on paper and i mean if i i mean i just didn't feel safe about writing it in plain text on a piece of paper right <laughs> so yeah. I, I mean who knows right if there is a fire or right lot or i don't know my kids take it and throw it into the bin right you, your dog <laughs> you can get a know. hold of
0: it anything
1: exactly exactly yeah. I and mean, then it's lost right so uh, then i started thinking okay how uh can i make it secure or protect it against fire and water so i checked out the existing solutions out there um there are quite many of them, where you can basically engrave your phrase, rec- seat recovery phrase uh, in into metal. Uh, but I always felt it's just too, too expensive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> I saw solutions, 100 to $200, uh, dollars, right? It was, for me personally, it was too expensive. So I wanted to, Uh, Create something which is very cheap, right, and affordable for everyone. So what I came up with is um, a process called etching. So in etching, or like you basically use acid to cut into uncovered um, areas of a metal surface. And um, in etching, you basically um you uh you um cover the surface with a varnish resistant material right mm-hmm. and um then you take an engraving tip and you engrave whatever you want so it can be letters like if you want to like uh store your seed phrase i mean you can also i don't, I don't know for your girlfriend engrave a heart or whatever you want so you're pretty flexible and this is something that i didn't uh, i didn't have in all the other solutions yeah and then basically i did it for myself and it worked and then i thought okay why why not offering this to other people right so i ordered a few plates okay credit card size metal size plates. so i varnished them i bought all the ingredients that you need so this engraving stick then i also uh, included um, cables batteries and yeah that's basically it
0: so, yeah, you were kind enough to ship ship me one of them, and I really loved it. I showed some people. They were like, that yeah. is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really appreciate that. You sent me one, and I, that was a couple months ago now. And it, it got yeah. here quick. And, you know, you can't send some of the uh, liquids, obviously, across uh, the exactly. border. Exactly. But those are exactly. super cheap and easy to get a hold of anyways.
1: Yeah, exactly. And the only liquid that you need is salt water. And this you right. can do yourself, right? Yeah. Uh, it's just uh, normal water with uh, normal salt and the acetone that i typically also include in in the in the kit is basically just to remove the varnish in the end but you can also use something else right you I mean. have a going under wife, you the might have that there, so. right <laughs>
0: If you have a lady friend in the house, you might already have that. <laughs> yeah. So, you, where did you get the first uh, metal sheet? Where did, I'm, I'm, I'm in a, like I want to have entrepreneurs and economists, and obviously this is blockchain based show, but I'm like curious about like this production process too. Like, where did you? Where was the first? Uh, where did you get the first stainless steel? Like, I don't expect the store, but like uh, name or anything, but like where did where did you go? Did you have an idea how to get all these these materials and stuff? Uh,
1: i mean the metal uh the metal plates I got from uh, from germany there's a nice. website so you can order it you can order the size right and then um the varnish I bought here in Switzerland and the metal uh, the, the engraving tip i I ordered on Alibaba so i think um the value that I add with my product is. I send it to you, and you have you have all the ingredients, right? You don't need right. to buy the cables, and the batteries, and the plates, right? That's the that's basically the value that I provide, right, with, with that product. So I ship it all to you, and you don't need to buy anything extra to get started. <laughs>
0: the, free, the free market at work, right there. That stuff came from all over the world. You're putting it together for people. I love it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: So yeah. what? Did- What did the, uh, what was, you know, your friends, were they pretty, you know, shocked that you created this product or?
1: Yeah, I think that they found it quite cool. So I also shared the kit with a uh, a few of my friends and they liked it a lot. So um, yeah, but I think, I mean, there's just too few people (laughs) that I know that are in crypto that have like, uh, a lot of wealth right. that they would want to protect by using metal plates or yeah,
0: it's coming though. You know, it's it's definitely yeah. Massive. I think we're
1: still very. I think we're still very early. Just yeah. if I look around, at my job, just so few, like not too many people uh, that are in crypto. A yeah. lot of them have heard about that right. about it. A lot of them are skeptical. <laughs>
0: In my opinion, we're like, we just entered like phase two of this whole thing. I think there's like going to be like three phases. The early adopter phase is like coming to an end. Now we're heading into like more of a mass adoption phase. And then the third phase is like everyone's using blockchain stuff, you know, applications and they don't even realize, you know, it's just like commonplace.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah yeah let's see let's hope that the yeah. masses will come
0: <laughs> absolutely uh what what are your thoughts on like um uh where are bitcoin's going to go in the next two years in the market? do you think yeah. you are you have a pretty good feeling about these next couple of years that we're in this bull market? Uh, I think we're in a bull market right now obviously yeah yeah know yeah, i
1: uh, i I agree I think it looks quite bullish right now i mean i I typically don't like uh, doing price predictions, right? right? Because nobody knows. In the end, everything is driven by humans, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. How do you think about it, right? So it's, uh, you never know, but I think once people realize the value of Bitcoin and that it, it is uh, an alternative to gold, right? I think then we will see like a lot of uh, people coming into that space um yeah and i i think this will be institutions right who cares about mint or like um maintaining wealth over long periods of time right people who have a lot of money right, right? so it's not the average joe out there who is like struggling um um, but I think it will be institutions, pension funds, maybe, right? And I think it needs a lot of education to convince them that this is, uh, this is like a real alternative, right? So it's not some funky uh, internet money anymore. So but I think I feel that people start um, realizing it slowly.
0: Right. Very for millennia uh you know they say that you know uh gold was the money of the kings you know you know and then paper is like you know whatever are the peasants <laughs> use yeah. paper money what do you think that uh or the plebs do you think that um uh there's a future where gold or um cryptocurrency maybe bitcoin is it, it has emerged like as a store of value um uh, do you think there's a future where maybe it becomes, uh, you know, uh, the money of the kings or the the money of the very wealthy? Is that where you see it heading, or do you? What do you think about that?
1: Uh oh, good question. I mean, whew. good question. I mean, I see. A, I also follow a lot of uh, alternative cryptocurrencies like Nano, right? So I mm-hmm. see what they're doing. So they basically move to Africa. To those places and try to convince people to use their solution, which is cheaper, right? Um, is faster. So I could imagine that, like, um, the lower income areas will probably adopt something, right? Like, like an alternative currency. But uh, I mean, Bitcoin was the first, right? It has the brand, and I, I think it will stay number one although i'm although i have my concerns about the future right now we have the bitcoin halving upcoming right right so rewards get halved every four years so i don't know so i mean Mm -hmm. people say we will need enough transaction fees to maintain this network so there's still a lot of uncertainty also for me um in bitcoin and i mean I think we have a lot of smart people in the space right, and I hope that, that we will figure it out over time um, yeah,
0: just and for posterity we're uh, seventy eight days away from the have- having the third bitcoin yeah. happening now just in case yeah. somebody's watching this in a hundred years, which i hope they are it's february <laughs> it's february twenty third twenty twenty and uh yeah we're getting ready for the third having having event yeah. it's gonna the uh, Bitcoin uh, block reward is gonna go from eighteen hundred to nine hundred here in seventy-eight. Days. Yes. It's like May twelfth, I yeah. think, is the projected date right now. And yeah. then is it, the, is it the second one for
1: you? It's the first <laughs> one for me. No, this <laughs> is I, I found
0: Bitcoin in two thousand nine, so I was like, no,
1: yeah, okay. I didn't know it
0: oh. any. I, I didn't know it <laughs> any until two thousand ten, but yeah, I. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is. Uh, I'm getting pretty excited now. This is like I think this is the most exciting one yet. Everyone's really. <laughs> <laughs> I've been anticipating this one after the twenty thousand run uh on the yeah. on the last one I think everyone's gonna be pretty uh i think something big's gonna happen on this one. It just seems like um i don't know i have been saying sixty five thousand was my price target you know like you said you this day. year um i I kind of think it'll probably happen next year I think we hit thirty thousand this year though we're da- i'm pretty sure we're gonna see a new all time high this year i'm I'm confident about that you know.
1: Yeah, let's let's see, let's hope yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> after the first
0: have after the first happening, um, the price went up eight thousand percent in the next mm-hmm. year. So, I mean, just you, you do just a little bit of math. The price right now is right over nine thousand. So, um, yeah, it could be I mean, a lot. A,
1: a lot is also driven just by people coming to the space, right? right. So. Not sure whether thing is now the trigger.
0: Yeah, it's, it's it's like our little Christmas event or whatever. You know, it's like the Bitcoin nerd community gets excited. about it. Yeah, <laughs> right? exactly. yeah. Yeah. So what do you what do you what do you think will happen with uh you know the entire space in the next ten years? Do you see a future where we go to the stores and everyone's you know using cryptocurrency or you know will the will paper money go the way of you know the dinosaurs? Nobody's gonna use it. The road, you know. Yeah. The, the, the home phone, everyone just uses their cell phone in America now. I'm sure it's the same. thing. Yeah. You know, what do yeah. you think about that?
1: I mean, look, for my uh, product, I accept cryptocurrencies as payments, right? So if I believe right. uh, th- uh, in that, right, I can accept it as a form of payment. Um, so from my perspective, I, I think people will start accepting cryptos more and more not only Bitcoin all kinds of
0: cryptocurrencies Absolutely.
1: and we also see now central banks building their own like uh, digital yeah. currencies so let's see where this goes I think paper money as we have it now will disappear that's my personal opinion over the next 10 years I think a lot of a lot will be electronic. Maybe we will have to have paper money, just the five dollar bills, so like.
0: I tend to agree with to you. Buy
1: some bread, right?
0: Uh, it's <laughs> to funny. <survive>. I, I, <laughs> I've been thinking prices. about. Yeah, I've been thinking about this a lot lately, and I was sitting at a coffee shop yesterday, and um, I was watching the people. I was actually at Starbucks working, and I was watching the people pay. And people, I was sitting where I could see people inside and outside, like the drive through And I was just like blown away by the number of people that are paying with their phones already. So the, yeah. the, leap, the leap really isn't like that fast or that big to me, like that people are going to start using crypto. It's like as soon as it becomes like, uh, you know, a little bit easier, I just see that just being like the method, you know, just seems yeah. like such a better me- medium.
1: Yeah, I mean, I also prefer to pay, for instance, now with my credit card, right? Right. I hate wearing cash and the change in my wallet. So it's I dirty. It, right. <laughs> you don't know where. It, yeah,
0: you don't know where it's been. It's like sometimes you get a bill and it's just like filthy. You're like, this bill is just where? where has it been? You know?
1: Yeah. Exactly. So. Oh no, yeah, yeah. The, the the future is digital. Right. Me, in my yeah,
0: we're in a digital age for sure. So, uh, to wrap up here, I always like to ask people uh, at the end, what does Bitcoin or we could say blockchain, what does it mean to you?
1: Um, For me, it means freedom. Um, Just being like um, responsible for my own wealth um, means a lot to me. Right, so instead of holding like some gold certificates in a bank, and that can become worthless if the government decides to confiscate your your wealth, right? So it's um, it's a lot of responsibility right. to manage your own money, right? But um, yeah, it's it's very powerful. So if you are in control of your own money and have like a secure way to store it, right? I think uh, that's key for all the people that come into crypto to have a, a secure way to store it and protect their cryptocurrencies. Um,
0: yeah, <laughs> I love to hear that it means freedom to you because that's what it means to me too. It's like the <laughs> ultimate, the ultimate tool for us freedom lovers to get out and just, you know, build some things to make us a little freer, at least try. Yeah 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 so do you want to do you want to i appreciate you coming on today do you want to um plug your site real quick and your uh twitter so people can follow you if you want
1: uh yes yes sure
0: go ahead what go but ahead man, and, after
1: uh, this after this uh interview
0: oh you don't want to tell i mean you want to tell people where to go i'm going to put your uh links ah, in the where to
1: go I yeah yeah
0: yeah, I'm going to put your links your uh, links to your stuff in the description, uh, your Twitter, your website, but do you want to just shout it out real quick so everybody can hear you? Yeah. Hear you in the, go ahead.
1: Yeah. So the page is uh, cryptoedge.com. And yeah, I also have a Twitter uh, account um, for, for 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 that company, so Crypto Edge, the same. And then my own Twitter handle is Valodia. 1987. Maybe a little bit difficult, too.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'll have it down in the description for everyone, too. So, yeah. Exactly. I appreciate you coming on, sir. i uh, will definitely like to have you on in the future, too. Maybe we'll get together here in the next year, you know, and uh, we'll be at new all-time hopefully high. Hopefully in
1: 100 years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. People, hopefully somebody's watching this someday and Bitcoin's a million dollars and they're like, look at these guys. that paved the way. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. All right, hey, man. Well, why... was quite cool.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. We'll do it again. I appreciate
1: it.